Hi. Hello. Earlier this week, we talked about an account run by a woman named Lex Delarosa. If you haven't stumbled on Lex's account, go go look it up. Pause me. I'll be here when you get back. Her profile reads, sharing moments from daily life, motherhood, and baking. In her videos, she flounces about the house in a princess-inspired, puffy-sleeved dress, all while preparing pumpkin pie dip and homemade vanilla maple syrup. It looks delicious. She has a full face of makeup on, and she wears rollers in her hair as she prepares to homeschool her two children. Lex has been featured in a lot of stories that talk about trad wives. And I got nearly a hundred messages from all of you asking me about Lex's account. All of them were some version of, is this real? She's faking it, right? This is satire, I think. Well, we're here to answer that question. Actually, I'm not here to answer that question. Lex is here to answer that question in her own words. The number one question is, is it satire? I know I, I see that question every single day in my comment section, and I don't have a straightforward answer for it because it's kind of just, it's evolved from me sharing, you know, my daily life which is how it started. Like I would share, you know, what I get up to as a stay-at-home mom and I would get a lot of negative feedback for it. People saying like, this is so unrealistic. Like this is not how people live. And um, I thought it was so funny because I'm like, well, this is, it is how I live and I don't feel like it's an outlandish way mm -hmm. to live. I can see how people say, like I can see that it's a lot of work and I can see how it's not doable for most moms who you know you have to work outside of the house or everyone's situation is different mm -hmm. um but I would get so much negative feedback for it for something that I thought was so you know like very mild wholesome mm -hmm. content and the number one like when I first started sharing the videos at first people would say oh what you look miserable like why aren't you smiling like you look like you hate your life like stuff like that and so in my next few videos, I would smile a little bit more. And then people still are like, well, why are you smiling like that? Like, that's not normal. Stop smiling. <laughs> and so I just kind of decided to roll with that. And I'm like, you know what? If I'm, you know, just like having my normal resting face, people are saying I look miserable. And if I'm smiling, people say that that's weird. So I'm just going to like do what I think looks nice in my videos. And I do share like my you know, it's my real life. And um, I can see why people think that it's satire, but maybe I am like poking a little bit of fun at myself of like, mm -hmm. this is how I live it, but I'm just going to like keep sharing it no matter like, even though people make fun of it or they think that it's silly and like get a kick out of it, I'm just going to keep doing it. And so I can see why people think that it's satire, but it is also like my authentic life there's some videos that are obvious that I'm like responding to negative comments and kind of like making fun of those comments like I shared a video last week of like oh celebrating my um my son's 42nd month of life you know and it's like obviously yes. we're not we're not having like a party and like doing that it's more like so like this is just funny to me and people like got so riled up about the oh my 41 month old and so I was like, well, let me just make a funny video and kind of like roll with that. And that's kind of been my strategy 
just on social media. It's like I share my authentic life. And if people give me like material to like work with and be like funny and like give like a funny response to, then I will do. Well, yes. And so that video about your 42 month old, uh-huh. it's so funny because the social media detectives, I like to call them, say things like, see, this is the tell. This is the tell. And yeah. I guess my response to that is, can you be showing your authentic life and also have a sense of humor about it, right? It's as if you have to be one thing or the other. You can't be funny about the absurdities of womanhood and motherhood and also be showing your life as a stay-at-home mom and a traditional wife. Would you call yourself a trad wife? I don't give myself that label, um, Mm -hmm. but I can see how it is applicable. Um, I've done some interviews, you know, based around a trad wife lifestyle, and I feel comfortable like participating in those because I think like a lot of the points like do match with how we live. But I also don't give myself that label of like, oh, I'm a trad wife. And like this is, you know, I follow like these guidelines to like be a trad wife. Like I am just like we just kind of do things the way that we do them and that aligned with some of the trad wife values. But it's not so like strict and you know such like a rigid I don't know I feel like the people that are like dedicated like trad wife content creators it's like these are the rules that we follow in our house and like these are like the way that we do things and it's like we do have certain ways that we do things here but it's not so like cut and dry I guess (laughs) right right yeah there do seem to be a lot of rules around the quote-unquote trad wife lifestyle we've been talking about them on the show all week and a lot a lot some listeners have thought that I've been conflating the trad wife lifestyle and saying oh I'm sometimes I do get worried about women that are completely submissive to a husband with stay-at-home moms which I think is a really hard job that women should be paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for like any (laughs) male CEO of a company but a lot of the trad wives on social media do seem to have a lot of rules and what are what are some of the things in your household that are similar to the trad wife lifestyle and what are some of the ones that are 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 maybe not similar to what we would see typical trad wives adhere to yeah so I think kind of the way that the roles are set up in our house is are very traditional so uh, before we even had children my husband and I agreed like He would be the one to go to work and provide for the family and I would stay home and take care of the home and take care of the kids. And we were both very like clear about like we like traditional gender roles, like letting, you know, the man do like, you know, not that work is like a man thing, but, you know, like Mm -hmm. let him be the provider for the family and let me be home. And like that's just always been like a part of my nature. Like I'm very... I love like baking and cooking. I love babies. Like that's just our two personality types. So I think that the way that we run our household is very trad wife lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the ways that it's not are this is just like a, a common theme I've noticed when I hear other trad wives talk is like very submissive to the husband and like I do things just to make my husband happy or like I get dressed a certain way because I know that like that's what he likes and I ask him permission before I leave the house or like do x y and z and we're not so much like that it's like if I'm gonna go to the grocery store or go to the gym it's not like oh can I go do this it's like 
well, this is what I'm doing today. And does this like work for your schedule? Like, are you able to be home with the kids? It's more, it's more like that. (laughs) Not so I'm filing a request with my husband to like change my hair or do you like this dress I'm wearing today or things like that. It's much more, I'm my own person. I can make my own decisions. I can come and go. And um, yeah. (laughs) Well, and I think that 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 is my concern with showing this trad wife lifestyle. And my concern is always what are young young women taking in? And for me, feminism is always having the choice. So do you have the choice to stay at home with your kids? Do you have the choice to work? And it's agency and having a more equitable relationship. Uh, and it's the submission that always gets me. I keep saying it. I'm like, it's the submission. I don't understand the submission. And every time I say it, I think of a weird sexual thing. But I... I, I think a lot of people then sometimes watch your videos and assume that your husband likes it when you dress up in princessy dresses or or does your hair a certain way. And are you doing it for him or are you doing it for you? I do it 100% for me. And it's, you know, if he, it's a bonus that he likes it, that he thinks that I'm pretty and he likes the way that I dress. Like that's just, you know, the cherry on top. But I get up in the morning and I like to look good for myself. I like to look a certain way and wear certain things and that's what makes me happy um and then he just you know appreciates that about me you know it's not me changing who I am to fit his ideal of what he wanted you know a wife to look like right right and I think that that can be a misconception right yes and people people will make assumptions on social media and I've learned that I cannot like answer every single question of like I'll get a comment like saying, oh, like you, you must believe this. Like this must be the way that you live your life. And I can't address every single comment or every single assumption that people make. And so I just let people make their assumptions. Like they can think my life looks however they want to in their head. Cause you know, I, I know what my life looks like and I can share things the way that I want to share them on social media. And even if every day I was coming on there and clarifying things like, oh, like this person thinks that I'm living this way and that's not totally true. Like, let me explain myself. That's not going to get me anywhere. And it's not really beneficial to anyone because, you know, the next day someone's going to see a different video and, you know, type comments and like think certain things. So I just let people think what they're going to think. And I just do what makes me happy and share the things that I want to share. So. Yeah, it will drive you crazy. It's it's funny. This week, while I've been writing a lot about traditional wives, I've been trying to respond to every commenter that said, oh, my God, you must hate stay-at-home moms, mm-hmm. to try to say, no, of course I don't. And I got in a dark place yesterday. I felt like shit, constantly defending myself and also feeling bad that had I made someone else feel bad. Well, the Internet can be a rough place to yes. talk about anything. Yeah. With regard to women, which is why I wanted to have you on the show, because when we have real conversations with real human beings, it's so much nicer than mm-hmm. just people narking at each other in yeah. comment. Yeah. Yep. And so much is left unsaid in like the comment section or tones are misread. And, you know, someone can leave a comment and I can respond in an authentic way and they take it the wrong way or misunderstand what I'm saying. And it's just, I, I just realized, because early on this year, this, like the beginning of this year is when I really started growing my social media accounts. And I found myself like in the comment section every single day, like responding to people and being like, well, what you think is wrong and trying to 
justify or explain myself every single day. And it was exhausting. And I would make videos because I had the same concern of like, well, I don't want people to think that um, like moms that have nannies or have cleaners like that. I think that that's wrong because I don't think that's wrong. And I would make a video like explaining that. And then someone would get in that comment section and find something negative to say in what I said, trying to explain myself. And I'm like, this is, there is no winning here. And Mm -hmm. I just need to like release this and just, if I'm going to put stuff out on the internet, just anticipate that people are going to be mad or disagree with it because you can never make everybody happy. And like, that's fine. As long as I can have, like, make peace with that, then people can message me and say whatever they want and that's not so much my problem to resolve because I know I'm not doing anything to go out of my way and like hurt somebody's feelings or trying to be misunderstood, you know. What is some of the craziest shit that people have said to you in comments? I, there, oh my God. I, there's a lot of comments. There's a lot of comments. I get emails, I get DMs, and it varies. Like it varies from Someone poking light fun and, you know, making a funny comment that they think is going to make everybody laugh if they see it to people saying like, like, oh, I hope that you get murdered. Like things like that. What? Yes. It's like a very wide spectrum. And I'm like, I like those ones are crazy to me because some people get genuinely so fired up and so angry and will write me these like long, long messages about. I, I can't even read them all. Like when I get like a long, like more than two sentences long message and I can like tell that it's like angry, I just don't even read it and I just delete it or like block that person because mm-hmm. it's just so confusing to me. I'm like, how are you so fired up over? I shared like a day in the life of like what, I, like what I'm doing and I'm baking and doing activities with my kids and you hate me and you want me to die. Like that's crazy. So... I get a lot of that. I get, um, I don't know. Yeah, it just like varies a lot. But that's definitely like the most wild, like the people that are genuinely like angry with me and like wish harm onto me. Yeah, that's crazy to me. And are those people usually women or men? Sometimes it's hard to tell because a lot Mm. of the times when people say things like that, it's from a fake account with like a fake picture. Yeah, but I will say I get a t- like most of my negative feedback is from other women, yeah. um, and then I do get a few men in my comment section that leave rude comments, and that's weird to me because I'm like, what are you doing here? Why are you mad at me? And how did you even find my page? I'm like a stay-at-home mom, and it just doesn't make sense to me. So, but yes, the vast majority is other women. Yeah. Yeah, I find that women are cruelest to other women yeah. online. And yes. yes, and, you know, until when I first saw your account, I couldn't tell if it was satire either. Yeah. Um, I even we we did a, a, a sub stack asking if you were trolling all of us. Like, is this is this actually a gigantic comment on the state of motherhood and systemic brokenness in the world? And if it is, you're a fucking genius, Lex. <laughs> Well, I will say I'm not, my account is not a troll account. Like, so I I say it's a healthy mix of like, if someone is being negative to me and like trying to troll me, like I'm going to troll you back in like a funny way that everyone is going to get a kick out of. But like I do, this is like my authentic life and I'm not making fun of anyone. Like a lot of people think, oh, you're making fun of like this creator or like, oh, I know who you're making fun of. And I'm like, I'm not making Mm. fun of any, like that's not the type of content I make. I don't do 
things to put other people down or like mock other creators because everyone can share like what they want. So that's like the biggest thing that I like I do like clearing up is like I'm not making fun of anyone and I'm not tearing down stay at home moms or making fun of like the perfect influencers. Like that's not what I'm doing with my content. And I think people are very quick to assume that everyone is making fun of everyone online. That yeah. every that everything has to be mean mm-hmm. when again, I think I say this all the time. Motherhood is hard no matter how you slice it. It is hard if you are a mom who works and has childcare and you feel guilt and shame for that childcare. It is hard if you are the CEO of your household and staying home with your children. None of it is easy. The world doesn't make it easy. And we should be delighted seeing other models of motherhood. And instead, we, we, we kind of rip them to shreds when they're not the model that is our model. Right. Or something that seems like unattainable or another comment I get a lot is like, oh, this is really toxic. Like this is so toxic to to put out there and let young women see and let other moms see. And that's confusing to me, too, because I'm never I never in my videos say like this is how you're supposed to live. And if you're not living up to this standard, you're doing something wrong. I don't even talk in my videos like 99 percent of the time. Um, And so a lot of it is just like people in their own heads and they see something and then they create this own story in their head to the point that they get mad at me and they're like, why would you put this out there? Because now I'm upset. And I'm like, that's not that's not on me. Like, I'm not responsible for how other adult like feel about what they see on the Internet, because if you're so like affected by like what you're scrolling on Instagram and like you're seeing things and they make you feel bad, I think you just need to not be on social media or like scrolling like that, just like freely scrolling and letting whatever's out there come to you, you know? Yeah. One of the things Virginia Soulsmith says a lot uh, is that it's free to unfollow. Yes. And, and I will say when I first started following influencers about four years ago, when I had my second baby and felt like my life was just a mess, I was like, oh my God, my house is a mess. I'm a mess. Everything's a mess. Yeah. Influencers did make me feel bad. I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I'm doing this wrong. Or gosh, is there something wrong with me that I don't cook for my family? I literally do HelloFresh for my family because I I don't grocery shop. And I felt a lot of shame until I realized that a lot of social media is also like looking at a magazine. I wouldn't I don't feel bad when I look at Vogue. I don't feel bad when I look at Real Simple. So I shouldn't feel bad looking at these 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 images and videos from content creators. And I got to that place. But I do think a lot of people do still feel shame because motherhood is just so loaded. Being a woman is so loaded in the world. And we all feel weird and bad about something. Yeah. And I can totally relate to like seeing other content creators and feeling bad about what I'm seeing. Like in the past, there's, you know, like when I was like a single woman or whatever, going through a hard time in life and I would follow like these influencers that were married and had like a beautiful family and it just looked so fun. And like that would make me feel bad about myself because I was like, oh, well, why don't I have that yet? And I would unfollow people because I'm like, well, I don't want to see that because it makes me feel like a certain way. And that was like in no way on them. Yeah, we choose. We have agency. We really do. 
So you you talked a little bit earlier about you've really grown your page since the beginning of the year. And your page, I looked back, it has transformed. Is is this now a business for you? It is now, and it has become that way, um, not unintentionally, but it was never, I wasn't expecting this year to go the way that it went. I've been on social media forever. I've always had Instagram. I've had TikTok and I made videos and shared photos for a really, really long time with really no following. It was just kind of, you know, my friends and family that would see it. And then, you know, a few people along the way would follow. And it really was not until the beginning of this year that I had videos start blowing up and opportunities come my way. And it just felt silly to not run with that just because I was already like I love making the videos that I do I love sharing content it's like a creative outlet for me um and so that being coupled with an opportunity to I guess grow a business I I don't call it a business but I guess in a way it is like it does bring in income it felt silly to not just capitalize on that while I can you know what I mean it would always be dumb to not take all the money the fact that these social media companies exist and there are a lot of rich men at the helm of them, if we can make money off of it, take all of the money, take all yeah. of the cash is what I say all the time. <laughs> yes, I would feel very silly to not. So I've just I've just decided to go with it this year since it's something I was already doing, something that was already making me happy. And um, yeah, it's been it's been really great and a blessing for our family, for sure. Yeah, more cash is usually good trying, yeah. when you're trying to trying to raise kids. Uh, do you think that the account started to blow up when you started to focus more on the traditional values and the hashtag trad wife? Um, well, the thing about the trad wife mm. thing, I never used the trad wife hashtag, and I actually never heard that term until um, the Daily Mail reached out. They wanted to do an interview for an article, and there wasn't really much information besides that. They just wanted mm. to do a call and talk to me. Um, so I did the interview, and then when the article came out, the the headline was like, trad wife, something, something. And I was like, what is a trad wife? That was the first time I ever heard that term. So I was never intentionally trying to like worm my way into like the trad wife niche I just I think people saw my content and they're like oh surely this is like tra a trad wife account um so then that article came out and then I kind of got like stuck with that that label of trad wife so oh the trad wife content is blowing up and if that does bring more people to your account and that's what you want then good on you I think yeah, I think it was maybe a combination of like me share like I just happened to be like the content that I was already sharing coupled with the fact that the trad wife content was really blowing up at the same time definitely helped. Um, that's what I think. So but yes, it was the because the first few videos that started getting traction was um, like me making bread from scratch and butter and jam and doing that. And I put that out there and people were like, excuse me, what is this? And that was like the first video that blew up. And so I was like, oh, I do this all the time. Like I can share a hundred videos of the things that I make, you know, for my kids because it's fun for me and that's just what I enjoy doing. And so I just like kept pumping those videos out. And then and you are and you are a trained chef, right? Well, I had a my own baking business for mm -hmm. a number of years. 
um, which I don't I don't run it anymore just because life got crazy after I had my my second baby. It just was not sustainable to do it all. So but yes, I have a, a background in in baking. So that definitely right. helped. So it's a thing that you know how to do. Again, unlike yeah. unlike me, I do not I do not consider myself a feminist because I can't cook. I legit can't cook shit. I'm just bad. I'm good at other things. Well, hello I, cooking. Hello Fresh is so good. We do that sometimes too. Hello Fresh <laughs> is cooking. And what yeah. I really don't like is going to the grocery store. And they make it so that I don't have to go to the grocery store. And I love them so much that we talked to them and they became a sponsor of this show. So well, there you go. <laughs> I know. I know. Everybody is winning. Yes. My, I, I have this. I, I do have a very, very important question for you. The yes. dresses. Okay. The puffy sleeve princess dresses. Yes. How do you mother in them? Because I tried to wear a dress to mother my three children alone this weekend while my husband mm. was at a conference saving the world. And it broke. It just broke in half. How how do how do you do that? And how do you keep them so clean? Okay, so I have two different types of dresses. So the the puffy, like truly princessy ones, like the chiffon and all the ruffles. Mm. I don't wear those like during the day, kicking around with the kids. Like those ones are like my special dresses for like special occasions that I will sometimes throw on for like a funny video to like, you know, when I'm like playing it up and like responding to some negative comments just to like yeah. push the edge a little bit. But then the other ones that I have, like that still do have the puppy sleeves, they're just like cotton dresses. Um, so they come clean very easily and they're just comfortable for me to wear. Like I'm not, I don't like wearing jeans around the house. Like that's just... And no, I don't like being like sucked in and restricted. And then I am also, you know, filming during the day. So I, I have to get dressed or, you know, I want to get dressed. I guess I don't have to, but I like mm -hmm. getting dressed and getting ready during the day. And that's just what's comfortable and easy for me to throw on quickly and be in when I'm kicking around the house. So, I mean, I can't kick around the house in a dress, apparently. Apparently it is not. <laughs> working for me but it's working for you you just need to find the right dress maybe <laughs> maybe maybe or the or cleaner kids might be the thing so what you now that this this is becoming kind of an unexpected accidental business and you you do have have money coming in have you and your husband talked about how you'll control those finances since you had originally said oh he's going to be the main breadwinner like what conversations have you had about that um you know I've brought it up a few times um like seeing like oh is there any like bills that we need help paying for because mm -hmm. we do have like the extra money coming in and he's mm -hmm. declined every single time because I think that he sees that just like as his role like that's you know what he does for the family you know he works and he is for the house and like pays the bills. And that's the way it's been for so many years that, mm. you know, for him to, I think, accept the offer from me to like take money. It just like doesn't make sense because he's like, well, I don't I don't need it. And he just says, just just save it. Just use it for whatever you want to use it for. So mm. I just, you know, that's pretty much what I do. Like we just save it. It's nice to have like, you know, money tucked away. Um, and then now I just do, you know, if there's like random house projects that I want to do. Um, I'll just like do that and like use my own money or whatever. <laughs> so it's been very, 
But I always do ask. I'm like, are you sure? Like, we don't, I don't need to like kick you some money for X, Y, and Z. And he's always declined. So, but you know, it's nice to like have it there just in case something happens and we do need it. It is always nice to have it there. Always. It is. How do you model for your boys what kind of men you want them to be? Do you want them to be breadwinners or equal partners or make that kind of decision? You know, I don't I I don't want to like force a certain I guess like lifestyle on them. I don't want to be like, well, this is how you have to live your life when you grow up. Like you have to like be the main provider and you have to live how dad and I live. Like that's not my I don't know. Like, I don't put a lot of emphasis on that. They're so little. Like, my my oldest is 42 months. Just kidding. He's uh, 42 months. 42 42 months. How many months is that? I can't do math. I can't he's, do math. So he's three and a half. He's three. Okay, he's a baby. He's, he's a baby. He's a baby. And then his yeah. little brother will be two in December. So they're little mm-hmm. babies. And I just let them, like, do the things that they enjoy. I just mm-hmm. want to foster, like, their own interests and not force interests on them. So right now... They like doing what I do because they're home with me all day. So I'm in the kitchen. So they want to be in the kitchen cooking. And I don't want to say like this, like being in the kitchen and cooking is only for girls. Like you don't need to learn how to cook. I'm like, it's important for that's just a a human skill to know how to like, you know, make yourself like a sandwich or like scramble your eggs or like cleaning. They love helping me with cleaning. And I'm like, that's just a skill that people should know how to do like you should know how to whatever vacuum the floor so they just like doing whatever I do in the house and I'm okay with that being like their focus I feel like I'm just you know just raising humans at this point like teaching them just basic life skills right right and And actually well and that's interesting because you do have on your account that you're homeschooling but they're still babies right so they're they're kind of they're just also kind of just in the home you're not teaching them school school yet right Right. we're not doing math and like things like that it's um it's like a play a play-based curriculum so it's a waldorf um curriculum and that is just like play-based but it's nice that it's there's like planned activities and you know planned stories for the week and it's just very like organized and it just takes a little bit off of my plate of like planning activities every single day for them and like going and getting the supplies it is a homeschool curriculum so that's why I call it that and that's another thing that like triggers people but I'm like all right well I'm just gonna keep saying it because you guys will comment on it and share it to your friends because I use the word homeschooling so they will indeed and you know what at the end of the day if you are a person making money off your social media all engagement is good engagement which sucks but it is true that's just the way that it works so i just roll with it (laughs) well and you had said in your one interview with the daily mail that you and your husband did choose this kind of life because you had a different kind of life growing up could you tell me a little bit about that yeah so i mean it wasn't not in a bad way it was just different like both both of my parents worked um my siblings and i we went to public school and I don't know. It was just like different. Like, I just feel like I I just wanted to do something different for my kids. Like I had great parents. I always had the things that I needed, but I just wanted it to look different for my boys. Like I just want to be around all the time. Like there were just like definitely times in my child 
childhood or like, um, you know, like middle school, high school, that I was putting myself in situations that I should not have been in. And it's because I just had too much freedom, I think. I think um, like just being out in the world and having like other adults responsible for me, like the majority of the time and just being around, um, being around a lot of different kids and not really having any control over that. Um, I just got scared when I had kids of like thinking about them being in like situations that I was in. And the way to avoid that is just to, I guess, keep them close and just be more, more present. Um, not that my parents weren't present. In the Daily Mail, they put kind of a negative spin on my parents and saying that like I felt neglected. And I, I, I just want to clear the air and say I didn't feel neglected. I just want to do things differently so yeah and I think a lot of us want to do things differently my parents were very checked out and I try to be I think way more present you know I do all that I'm a class mom and all of that stuff you grow up and you say oh I would have liked this as a kid and so you just build on that and I think that's just I don't know I think that's being a good parent of you, you want your kid's life to be better than yours and whatever, hopefully so on and so forth. And everyone is just doing the best that they can to make sure everyone's good. Our our interview got a little cut off here, but I asked Lex what she would say if there was just one thing that she could broadcast out to the trolls who write nasty comments on her account. Keep commenting. You're welcome to stay. I don't I don't usually block people. I don't usually delete comments. I'm like, you are free to say whatever you want to say. Um, it's, you know, it's public content. It's an open comment section. Feel free to engage as much as you want, but also like, just don't let things on the internet eat at you so much. I think a lot of people just really let things get to them and bother them. And it's fine if you want to be a troll and like leave a comment, but don't let something that you see like innocent content online, grind your gears so much. Just relax a little bit. You don't have to be so mean. (laughs) And that is all we've got today. It's nice to talk to people in real life or, you know, on real screens and not just typing comments at them. It's nice. It's really nice. I was actually very surprised by my conversation with Lex. And the truth is that people will always surprise you when you give them the chance. I truly believe that. I am now... I'm now getting offline for the weekend. I recommend you do too. The Glynis is coming here from New York City, and we might just drink a bottle of wine, watch a lot of old Madonna music videos, and record a tipsy episode for you from my couch. Get ready for it. Have a good one, guys.